we're going to stay standing this morning and we're just going to pray before we get into the preaching of the Word this morning. Jesus, we come before you this morning. We come here to be intentionally collective, Lord, but we come here because we want to hear from you. We want to grow. We want to lean into what you want to speak to us, Father. Father, I thank you this morning, Lord God, that I'm simply a vessel simply someone that you have put a word in their heart to share with your people this morning. I pray this morning that each of our ears and our hearts would be open to what you want to speak this morning as you move in and through our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can take your seats. You know, I sort of feel like this water here is going to get a bit shaky, kind of like that communion drink on the floor. So I apologise if that happens. But Kerry said to me, before, do you want water? And I said, I think it's kind of like my security blanket. I like, just in case I kind of like choke as I'm preaching, that I've got something there. But um, anyhow, I'm I'm not sure why I like it, but it's good. I may not use it at all. And now the whole time you're actually going to be seeing, does she drink the water? Um, But I'm not sure uh, how your last few months have looked, but um, I personally feel like I have been racing. And um, I feel like life has been full. There's been new projects um, starting at work and um, they've sort of taken a lot of my headspace, which has been, you know, a a good thing, but um, take a lot of my energy. There's been a continual flow which never stops of housework. I don't don't know why. Everyone keeps wearing clothes and so you've just got to keep washing. Um, You know, we've had kids on holidays a few weeks ago and then they've been starting back at school. We've had sporting games and other commitments beginning and so um, life has just looked full. Each week to week, it doesn't feel like it's been slowing down And, and I feel like at the moment we certainly live in a culture of busy. Would you agree? And so you know, I don't say this this morning to be like, you know what, I'm nailing this. Let's give myself a pat on the back because I think, to be honest, in my busyness, I don't always get my priorities in the right order. I sometimes struggle to put boundaries and to know when to say yes and no to things. In the busyness of life, I think we can easily get our priorities out of balance. And You know, as I was processing each week, I was talking to God about how tired I've been feeling. And in my time with him, I felt him say to me, Jen, I want you to make more time for me. And so he started to gently challenge me on my priorities and what I was putting first and And as I was pondering what to share this morning and praying about it, I really felt like he wanted me to share that this morning, that it's time for us to make more room for him. So this morning, we're going to start in Matthew 6.33, and this is the Passion Translation. And um, Matthew's in the New Testament, in the Gospels, and... um, It starts with this. So above all, everyone say all. Constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all of these less, everyone say less, 
important things will be given to you abundantly. This verse says, above all, constantly seek his kingdom first. Yeah, I reckon that if most of us are honest with ourselves, we don't do that. We seek a lot of things before we seek him. We seek relationships. We seek success. We seek more money. We seek health. We seek fitness. Sometimes it's easy to go for a run or go for a few hour walk, but it's challenging to spend time with God. We seek friendship. We seek social media. We find it easy to spend hours doing all of these things, spending time with other people, which God wants us to do, but we find it difficult to spend time with him. And seeking his kingdom is certainly not first. And I think sometimes if we're honest, I'd say it's probably not second either. We allow busyness, distractions to take over. We think about spending time with God, desiring to grow and go deeper. But we think, how would I even actually fit him in? You know, I'm flat out keeping up with what I've already committed to and what's going on. And I've got the kids stuff and all these things. And I think we become so self-sufficient as humans that often we have God as an add-on or an optional extra. We make plans for our lives and schedules for our days that are so full and exhausting. We feel flat, discontent, disconnected from God and feel like he isn't talking to us. Yet, we haven't been intentional about seeking him first, about building intimacy and developing our relationship with him. You know, making room for God is an intentional choice. Seeking him first is an intentional choice. The reality is we don't have to. The amazing thing and the mind-blowing thing about God is that he still loves us the same, even if we don't do anything more. But when we do, he speaks to us. He guides us. You know, a little over a year ago, we moved um, into a, a smaller house. It was significantly smaller in the house that we had moved out of and, and that we're currently now living in. And, and as a family of five, um, we seem to accumulate a lot. Even though I try to cull as much as possible, sometimes I need to make room. Sometimes things get a little hectic and a little out of balance. The room that I constantly feel like I'm culling is our boys' room. We have three children, a daughter and two sons. My daughter, who is 10, is, is pretty organised. She'll actually cull her own room and go through her own bedroom regularly and put things out to give away. And I'm like, great, that's awesome. Our boys are aged 11 and 8. And um, the youngest likes to keep anything and everything. If you go to the park and you see a cool-shaped stick and it looks like the letter of, in his name, he's keeping it. If he sees a rock 
that just kind of happens if you sort of look on the side like Sonic the Hedgehog, he's keeping that. Anytime he gets his pocket money, he's constantly saying, can we go to the shops? I want to see what else I can buy. So the room that they share gets full really quickly. And I need to go in there because sometimes I'm like, just breathe, this is okay. (laughs) I need to actually make room. And this making room can involve moving around furniture to see if it's quite, it's quite a small room um, and seeing if they can kind of try to make it work a little bit better. I'm sometimes decluttering their room and reprioritizing what is important to them now because kids' interests seem to change very quickly. <laughs> and uh, a few months ago, I did a complete sh- reshuffle of their bedroom to make room after the kids had had their birthdays. And we had to declutter and give away a lot of clothes and toys to make room for the new. And I think that's what we sometimes need to do with our life. We need to look at what we are prioritising, what's important, and we need to declutter. We need to figure out, in all of my busyness, in my relationships, in my work commitments, in my external commitments, where does God fit into my life? Because as we make more room for God, we actually have to think about the position we place God, if it's not first. So this morning I want to ask, where have you positioned God in your life? First of all, is he at the door? You may have lived thinking you can do this life on your own, that you don't need God in your life, that you rock on up or you may be listening online and you're like, I'm kind of, you know, a bit intrigued of what happens, but you haven't actually allowed God into your life. You know, let me tell you that inviting Jesus into the room of your heart will change your whole world. God desires to heal to restore, and to bring wholeness to every area of your life. But he won't force his way in. He's gentle and patient, and he stands at the door knocking. Revelation 3.20, and the voice says, Now pay attention. I am standing at the door and knocking. If any of you, not some of you, not the only ones who think you've done good, but if any of you hear my voice and open the door, then I will come to visit with you and to share a meal at your table and you will be with me. He knocks on the door of our hearts and waits for us to open the door. He has a plan for your life like you could never imagine if you choose to let him in. And he's knocking this morning. You know, we've been given this free will choice and we get to choose to accept Jesus as our saviour or not. I remember being 15 years old and giving my life to Jesus. And it was honestly the best decision I have ever made. You know, I'm an independent person by nature. But having Jesus come into my life, hearing him knocking 
knowing about God but not knowing him. It was such a beautiful, beautiful um, season of my life that when I'm constantly reminded of, I get emotional about because I know what he did in my life. And if you've heard about Jesus but not yet asked him into your life, well, he's at, he's at the door this morning knocking. And maybe you need to bring him into the room of your heart. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you can ask Jesus into your life. Another position you might place God is on the shelf. Is he shelved in your life? Perhaps you find that you put your relationship with God on a shelf. Perhaps you only bring him out in times of crisis. When life gets tricky, you pull the Bible out and you flick to wherever it takes you and you read his word and you say, God, I need your help. But you find it difficult to know where to start in pursuing a relationship further with God. Perhaps you see others hearing from God, but wonder, when will he speak to me? You know, God desires a relationship with us each and every day throughout all the moments of our day. You know, we can shelf him and only pull him out once in a while, but when we allow God to come off the shelf, we allow him to have access to all areas of our life. We allow him to grow and to change us. Perhaps um, another position you've put him is, perhaps you've limited your relationship with God by putting him in a box. Is he boxed in your life? Maybe you've limited your thoughts of what God can do in your life. Perhaps you've lost hope. Perhaps you think, I know about God from my mother, father, from youth, from others, but I'm just really not sure what he could do for me and for my life. You know, whatever you think you know of God and what he can do in your life, it's time to expand it. God, uh, take God out of the box and make more room for him in your life because he wants to reveal his love to you in a fresh and a real way this morning. Ephesians 3, 20 to 21 in the message says, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. You know, when we put God in a box, we are limiting what he is able to do in and through us, in and through our circumstance. Is it time to take him out of the box, to have faith and allow him to move more powerfully and freely in your life? The other position is perhaps he's central in your life or perhaps he's off-centre. Is he at the centre? You know, he desires to be at the centre of our life. If you want to go deeper in your walk with Jesus and to hear God's voice, we need to spend time with him. We need to keep him at the centre. It's not just a once-off decision but it's a constant and intentional choice to keep him at the centre of our life. 
The shift, I think, from him being centre of our life to him being out of focus or off centre, gosh, it can happen quickly. So it's about the intentional small choices that we make each day to spend time with him. You know, God didn't design us so that we would just go through life making big and small decisions without him. He wants us to keep him at the centre and talk with him daily, asking his direction in all areas, on relationship matters, on conflict, on job opportunities, on parenting, on which direction he is leading us, on how to be a better spouse, on how to forgive, on how to love. You know, Jesus was a perfect example of keeping God at the centre. You see him several times throughout scriptures withdrawing to be with the Father. He kept the main thing the main thing, right? You know, and I think if, if we're honest, I think all of us have a desire to make more room for God in our lives so we can keep him at the centre. So how do we make more room for God? Ah, oh, you guys ask a lot of questions. I'm so glad you asked. The first thing this morning is to start somewhere. Clear the clutter. Sometimes the first thing you need to do to make room is to clear the clutter. What things are cluttering your life? Clearing the clutter, say that 15 times fast, means ditching the distractions. What is distracting you? Is it social media? Is it study? Is it fitness? Is it work? Is it binge watching TV, friendships, relationships, routine? I think we can sometimes get so rigid in our routine that we struggle to change. You know, all of these things that are distractions, none of these things are bad. But when we have them out of order and they have overtaken our time with God or we seek these things first, then we actually become unfruitful. Mark 4.19, um, and this is the voice, not the voice TV show, the voice translation, but it says, but the things of this life, the worries, the drive for more and more, the desire for other things, those things cluster around close and choke the life of God out of them until they cannot produce. How intentional are we about allowing God to speak to us about the clutter in our lives? This morning, I'd encourage you to ask God, what is distracting me from growing in my intimacy with you, God? So it's time to start somewhere and clear the clutter. The second thing is, seek Jesus with all your heart. You know, we often see throughout Scripture this word, seek, and it it's an action word. Realise seeking him can happen in any and every moment. We can stop throughout our day and be like, God, I don't know what to do in this situation. I need your help. We can be mid-fight with our spouse. Brad and I never fight, never. And you can go, God, I want to say this, but I pray that you would help me 
with gracious words, with words of wisdom. When we want to get cranky with our children, we can ask him into those moments. We can seek him with our whole heart. You know, Jesus himself was actually seeking time with God in various hours of the day. There's examples in Scripture of Jesus withdrawing in the morning, in the evening, and through the night. Whatever your schedule, you can seek him with your, all your heart. You know, I think sometimes we get caught in this trap of, oh, man, I'm not a very good Christian. I didn't get up at 5 o'clock this morning and read, my, read the Word. And so, oh, I've missed the opportunity. Speak to him throughout your whole day. Find a time. If you wake up in the night and you can't sleep and you're just going to be lying there, thought after thought, pull out the Word. Read His Word. Spend time with Him. Seek Him with your whole heart. Say to Him, talk with Him. God, I desire more of You. I want to know You in a deeper way. I could go on living my life the way I am, but I know I need more of You. Help me to grow a hunger to know you more. God, I struggle to put you first. I fill my days with things that bring no eternal value. Talk with him. He can handle it. Talk with him like you talk with somebody else. Build a relationship with him. You know, as Pastor Jared said last week, it's about intimacy with Jesus. I was actually thinking as I was listening to him preach, I'm like, hang on, buddy. You're about to go into my message here. Hold up. Like, <laughs> but I think this is a nice um, flow on from what he was preaching about. But we need to make sure that we're seeking relationship over religion. Jesus knows our heart. Where's your heart at with God this morning? Isaiah 29, 13, in the voice, and this is eternal one speaking. These people think they can draw near to me by saying the right things, by honouring me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Their worship of me consists of man-made traditions learned by root, and it is a meaningless sham. You know, we can so easily get caught up in a cycle of repetitive traditions that we lose sight of the unforced rhythms of grace of Jesus. Are we just giving lip service to God, but not seeking Him with our whole heart? God sees our heart this morning. You know, when you're seeking Him with your whole heart, you and others will see change in your life. There will be an inward growth and fruit will be produced in your life. When we seek Him and spend time with Him, He speaks to us. The last thing we need to do is to still your mind, still our minds. How often do you sit in stillness? And this is not just about being in a quiet environment. It's giving all the noise in your head to Him. You know, thoughts are so intrusive sometimes. They bombard our minds. The white noise of insecurities, fears, doubts, worries and stress, they can be loud. Sometimes the sound of our own thoughts can distract us 
from spending time with Him. We need to pause and silence that white noise. And this allows us to refocus on Him and reevaluate our perspective. I love 1 Peter 5, 7. This is the Passion Translation. Pour out all your worries and stress upon Him and leave them there. For He always tenderly cares for you. You know, when we have a glass of water, we pour it all out, right? We pour it, we have a a jug and maybe pour it all into a glass or we pour it all out like the guy did on the communion cup on the ground. We pour out all of what's in there. And I think that's what we need to make sure that we're doing when we come with Him in stillness. We need need to make sure that we're pouring out all of our stress and our worries. That our cup is then actually empty of all the worries and stress. We've actually given it to Him and we've, we've left it there with Him. I think so often we do that, but we sometimes pick them up again. But God says this morning, I need you to come. You're so busy in your mind to come and to still your mind before me. Because when we pour out our worries and our stress and our anxiety, it helps us to create space to hear His voice. So where are you at this morning? Is He at the door of your life? Have you shelved Him? Have you put Him into a box? Is He off-centre? Is it time to put Him back into the place of being centre and first in your life? I believe that each of us can be more intentional about making more room for God. He wants to do so much in and through us. And this morning, I just want to pray. So if I can have everyone just close their eyes, bow their heads. I want to pray for two groups of people. The first group of people this morning is if you're really feeling that Jesus is actually knocking at the door of your heart that this is your chance to respond. You know, to be honest, I can't actually see you guys even when I look out. It's very dark out there and that's okay. But if that's you this morning, this is your chance to actually put your hand up and be like, you know what? That's me this morning. I want to respond to God this morning. I want to actually open the door of my heart because I can feel Him knocking. If that's you this morning, I just want you to quickly raise your hand. He's gonna see it. He's gonna know the decision that you've made. The other group of people, and again, can't see you because this is actually between you and Jesus, is that you feel like that you've shelved Him, that you've boxed Him that He's actually off-centre in your life and that you want to make an intentional choice this morning to say, God, I need more of you in my life. I want to make more room for you in my life and I need your help. 
I can't do this by myself. If that's you this morning, I just want you to quickly raise up your hand. I think all of us can get to that place where we need more of God. We need less of ourselves and more of Him. So Jesus, this morning, we pray for your people. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for these brave people, Lord God, that have responded, Lord Jesus, and that you've seen them this morning. Father, I pray, Lord God, that as they've made the choice to let you into their life, Lord God, that you would come in, that you would completely change and renew their world as you do, that they would have a sense of your presence, Lord, as they choose to respond. Father, I pray today that they would know that they'll never be the same again as they've chosen, Lord God, to accept you as their Lord and Saviour. And God, this morning, I pray for each and every person here who's responded in the area of making more room for you, God. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that you would just increase in their world, that they would actually have such a fresh awareness of your presence that they would actually begin to start hearing your leading and your guiding in their world. Oh, Father, I pray, Lord God, if they've shelved you, Lord Jesus, that that relationship would start to become fresh and anew. anew. Lord God, that it won't just be that something that they just pull off the shelf every now and then, Lord God, but each and every day and in every single moment, Lord God, that they would look to you that they would talk to you like that you're their best friend. Father, I pray, Lord God, if, if we've been boxing you, Lord God, if we've limited, if we've lost hope, Lord God, that we would just actually open that box and allow you to work so freely through our life that we would stop putting a kink in that hose, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord, this morning, if, if we've actually just started to just shift our focus a bit off you, if we're starting to allow stress and worry to get around our world, Lord God, I pray this morning that we would start to put, we would seek you first, that we would put you at the centre of our life, that we would realise, Lord God, that we can't live without you. We can't live day in and day out just by doing the doing, but we need to actually go deeper in our intimacy with You. Father, I pray for a fresh hunger. I pray that people will start to desire more and more of You, Lord God, and that they would see themselves change, but also different circumstances around them change. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, I pray that that's been an encouragement to you this morning. I hope you know this morning how very loved you are by Him. And I hope that each of us can, can be challenged by that in even if we do, you know, make some time for God, that we're keeping Him at the centre. 
that we're making sure that we're clearing the clutter in our lives and moving some of those distractions. That we're making sure that we're seeking Jesus with our whole heart. And that when we actually get to have that beautiful time of intimacy with Him, that we're sitting in stillness. That we're allowing those intrusive thoughts to be gone. That we're pouring out all the stress and the worry and leaving it with Him. Love you guys. Have a great morning.